Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show in Italy. It's actually over there. The bells are over there. They ding dong on every hour, even through the night. And I'm staying here, which means I can hear them through the night. You're welcome for those that are listening to this in the future. I am in Castle Bergone, Italy. Hi, Tanya Ray. Miss Sandy Semilet, Andrea Lynn. Oh, my favorite pinks are here. Hi, Cam. What? You guys should be over here. Let's just have a party. So I'm in Italy. For those of you guys that don't know, um, I just finished a Beings of Light class with Miss Shannon O'Hara. Holy shit. Hi, Bronwyn. Hi, Maxie. And this is, hi, Sophie. This is just a little bit of my view. Um... I was going to do this live at the castle, but I'm five minutes away, and so I didn't. I'm here, and the owner of the house is, like, looking at me. Apparently, nobody does Facebook Lives out here. That's so weird to me. I have no idea why. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Lean. Hi, Aurelia. Yeah, so I got all wild with my hair. It's really short on the sides now. It's like, um, I love it. That, hi, Angie. Nice to see you. It looks like I'm going to be in Brazil next year. Hi, Shelly. Okay, so I called this, I'm like, if I run out of words tonight, you guys are just going to have to like roll with me with the energy, okay? Hi, Marianella. So, hi, Claire. Well, I called this week's episode, Doubt, My Favorite Antidotes, okay? Hi, Jen. Um, so listen, guys, I put a post on my Facebook page that actually asked you guys if you could ask me anything, if I could talk about any of your questions, what would I talk about? And um, I got 52 so <laughs> apparently uh, that's a popular question. So thank you, by the way, because I, I actually do want to talk about stuff that's relevant to you and not just like spout off on things that I think are awesome. Um, so yeah, so, so I'm, gonna, I'm about to launch a new series that I'm incredibly excited about called Advanced Insanity. And you can buy it in, you're going to be able to part play in two ways. There's going to be, you can play in the distractor implant way, the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections way, or you can buy them all. So if you buy them all, it's a 13 call series. If you just buy one part, it's like six and seven calls, but I digress. Um, because <laughs> the only conversations I've been having lately with almost everybody, it doesn't even matter like if they're a facilitator or not a facilitator. And yes, Andrea is the, is the answer. The only conversations I've been having lately are about projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections, and distractor implants. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about doubt and what my favorite tools are and what I've used actually to mitigate and change and be other than doubt. Because doubt, when you function from doubt, you can't, you're not being you. I mean, that's the simple. When you function from doubt, you're not being you and you don't have access to you and you can't actually create. Um, so doubt is this crazy thing that you guys probably know is what's called a distractor implant. All right. So it distracts you. It's implanted. You can own, but here's the thing. Like it, it, when I first heard about these distractor implants, I was like, Oh God, I've been implanted with things, you know, and I'm, I'm a machine. Like you can only be implanted with something if you've at some point agreed with it or resisted it. That's it. That's the only time you can be implanted with something. Hi, Katarina. Um, so, so one of my favorite antidotes to doubt 
is my favorite tool that I did a video about recently called Nevermind. So I'll recognize that I'm doing doubt by my questions. So you guys all know when you're doing doubt, you know when you're doing doubt, it's like you start like second guessing yourself and you're not sure and I don't know and all this stuff comes in and you like, you're suspicious of things, all those suspicious head tripping energies. You guys familiar with those? You never do that? Yeah. So what you're doing with doubt is you're taking yourself completely out of the equation and I'm gonna be swatting mosquitoes as I apparently I come outside in Italy and the mosquitoes think feast that's what happens so forgive me um, <laughs> what ESC can I be for the mosquitoes not to eat me with total ease okay doubt is shitty though it's shitty because it takes you out of choice and it takes you out of being and it takes you out of knowing and that's something you're doing to yourself now the thing is that a lot of times doubt doesn't feel like a choice. It feels like something you either just naturally do or it's like the cool thing to do or that's something you've always done. Like, I don't know, there's all kinds of things about doubt, right? But, um, but it's a choice you make. And one of my favorite friends, we're actually facilitating together this weekend in France, Virginie. Um, she's, she would not kill me for telling you this story, but she's one of my favorite friends. She's also a facilitator, but she does a lot of doubt. And so we, as we've gotten to hang out together, have gotten to play a lot with this because that's kind of like her MO. And what I mean by that is like doubt has been like kind of her go-to energy. It's something her mom always did. Um, it's something that she's learned. It's something that, you know, so, so it's just been this thing that she's always done. And is there something else other than doubt? Yes, yes, yes. Knowing being, choosing, choosing is greater than doubt. You are greater than doubt. However, if you don't cultivate that knowing in your world, somebody else's point of view will always seem greater than yours. It's not that it is greater than yours. It will seem greater than yours from your point of view. And so, so I was going to talk about my antidotes to doubt, my favorite tools. One of my favorite tools when I start to notice that I'm doing doubt, because it's something you have to do. It, it can feel like something you're slipping into, but it's actually a choice you're making. So one of my favorite antidotes is like, well, never mind. If I wasn't doing doubt, what would I know? If I wasn't doing doubt, what would I know and what would I choose? Okay, that's huge. Because if it's something you're doing, it's something you cannot do. It's something you can do something else. Like if it's, some, if it's something you are, if you just are fucked up, if you just are wrong, if you just are all these things, then you're fucked forever. But if it's something you're doing, if it's something you're choosing, then you can change it. And so that's been one of my favorite, favorite, favorite tools is, oh, I'm doing doubt. Well, never mind. If I knew what I know here, what would I choose? Okay, that's huge. That right there will probably change your whole life. One of the other things, one of the other antidotes to doing doubt is like actually pock and potting the distractor implant underneath it and then asking, and now what can I choose? Because listen, guys, gosh, you know, there's anytime you're doing something like I've done, I, I mean, I could probably tell you 18,000 stories where I've done doubt. For me, this isn't one of those energies anymore that I really do. For me, like I'm more likely to like go into uh I don't even know, like into just doing shit or, you know, into like, um, crazy amounts of push and, or, you know, like I'm more likely to do this other thing, but we all kind of have our thing. Like some of, for some of you, doubt is like a thing. It's like a thing that it's an energy that you're so familiar with. You don't even know what's beyond it. You know what I mean? And so 
some of this is going to be the exploration of, well, what's even beyond doubting myself? And that's another epic antidote to doubt is what's beyond this way of functioning. Because doubt's kind of, it's kind of PC, right? Like it's kind of politically correct to doubt yourself. Here's some of the ways we do that. You know that if you say all the time, um, well, I feel like if blah, 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 I feel like if this, you're, you're doing a form of doubt, okay? I feel like is not awareness. And it's not the certainty of just like fucking knowing your shit and just stating it. But here's the thing, like when you don't do doubt, you have to be willing to be arrogant. You got to be willing to be judged. You got to be willing to shut up, which a lot of us don't do. Hi, Poonam. Hi, Heather. Hi, Marcella. There's all these other energies you got to be willing to be in order to like to be you. Because people, I mean, people judge, man. So people judge, people will judge. When you don't do doubt, people will judge you as arrogant. People will judge you as a no, not everybody. Because the other thing that will happen is that the people that are looking for the Heinergen, um, Island, nice to see you. The other thing that will happen is that the people are looking for a different possibility beyond doubt will see you. And they'll go, what's that? Because everybody does doubt, but nobody does that. What's that? And so, so the journey becomes like, well, what's beyond doubting you? What's beyond doubting, you know, so, okay, cool. So what's beyond that? Okay. I think that's antidote number two, but it's probably antidote number 25. Um, what else? So doubt is a distractor. So doubt is actually intended to distract you. That's its whole purpose. There's 24 distractor implants, just so you know. We're just talking about one. Its whole purpose is to distract you from the choices you actually have available. If you weren't doubting you, what choices would you have available? Right. I'm always saying I don't know when doubt is looking on the corner. Okay, cool. I sort of get that, Dominique. <laughs> but you're speaking a second language, so it's okay. Um, yeah, lurking around the corner. That's probably what you're saying. Yeah. Well, the thing is that doubt's a choice you make. And doubt is actually a choice you make in order to be right. It's crazy. You only do doubt when you need to be right. If you're willing to be wrong, you never have to doubt yourself because you just choose. And then you choose again. And then you choose again. And then you choose again. But if you are committed and you have to be right, then then you're going to do doubt because you, you, you'll say a thing and then you'll doubt the thing in order to find out whether or not the thing you've even said or chosen is right. But that's all, all of that is the polarity of this reality, all of it. And all of it takes you out of being. You don't get to be anymore when you're looking to be right all the time. When you need all of your choices to be correct, you don't get to be. When you are looking to the reference point of right or wrong, the person who gets eliminated is you. So doubt eliminates you completely. We think it does us this great service, but in fact, it eliminates who we are completely. So what, what I, third or 15th antidote to doubt is asking, well, what's the value of doing doubt for me? And getting really fucking honest with yourself. Because you can't only change something from a place of really intense honesty with you. You want to lie to everybody else, be honest with yourself, guys. <laughs> That's another video. Um, but if you're not honest with you about what the value of doing doubt over and over and over is, then you'll never be able to change it because you'll be doing something that's valuable to you, but judging it. And so it won't ever change. The judgment of it sticks it in place. Okay. So what's the value of this? What's the value of 
doubting me. And really when you look at it, like what is the value of doubting you? What if you are an intense source of consciousness? What if you are? What if you actually came here to create something different in the world? I say I don't know when I want to be left alone and end the conversation, which is fine. Actually, you can say anything you want to be left alone or end the conversation. Just don't you buy it. When you say, I don't know, or you say, I feel like, or you say, I think, the person and the being you're eliminating is you if you're buying it. If that's what you're saying to get somebody else to leave you alone, that's a different kind of thing. what the choice is I always know I just always know that's the thing about you is that you always know and sorry you guys for the interruption and the bad signal it's Italy <laughs> um, people not stealing my greatness so I don't have to deal with them I don't really understand that I mean I hear the words but can you say more Billy Joe or maybe ask a question that would actually be really helpful so yeah I'm going to lose some of you, I know, because the signal's not great. Italy, how does it get better? Yeah, cool. So, um, okay, so here's my other favorite antidote to doubt, choice. Choice is one of my favorite antidotes to doubt, but that's not an ability everybody has. I literally, um, I literally will, when I'm doubting myself, I will just stop and choose. And if you have that ability, uh, I would recommend that you use that tool above everything else. Like if I did know what would I choose is like my favorite thing. And you know, I've, I've had so many, I have created so many different situations in my life that where I didn't actually cognitively know like how, like for example, how I'm gonna get through Europe, how I'm gonna get through Europe. Um, I've got like just enough money, for example, to go on the first leg of the trip, but I don't actually know how the rest of it's showing up. or. Um, I actually don't know how to get through this airport or this thing or get to my Airbnb or even book this thing or, you know, what And so here's, here's a clearing that I would use personally, and that's what engagement with choice am I refusing with the doubt that I keep choosing. And everything that is, destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And for you guys that are new to that crazy statement, that's the clearing statement, and it's a game changer. So you can go to theclearingstatement.com. But what engagement with choice am I refusing with the doubt I keep choosing? And everything that is, times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because you can't do it wrong, and you can't do it right. And you can't do it wrong, and you can't do it right. And you can't do it wrong, 
and you can't do it right. And you definitely can't create a flow of money from doubt. So what can you create a flow of money from? So something else. So what is that something else? Maybe it's knowing. Maybe it's being you. Maybe it's perceiving everything. Maybe it's receiving everything. From there, you can create anything. When you do doubt, you can't create anything. So then what's the value of not being able to create anything? Right? What engagement with choice am I refusing with the doubt I keep choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all my shorts, boys and beyonds. What unwillingness to be wrong am I using? What unwillingness to be wrong am I creating with the doubt I've made more valuable than choice? <sighs> God, and everything that is times a godzillion. We destroy and uncreate all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So this unwillingness to be wrong thing is like kind of a... I've got mosquitoes. They're just like loving me right now. Um, oh, it's like a whole herd of them. How do I get better than this? Okay. Hi, Prina. Nice to see you. Yeah, so this unwillingness thing, this could be like a whole show on its own, this unwillingness to be wrong. And the only antidote to the unwillingness to be wrong is being willing to be wrong. And I want to say, but it's not that you are wrong, but you have to still be willing to be wrong. One of the things Gary Douglas said once that just struck me so hard was he's, he said something like, oh God, I'm really going to butcher this. I know it. But basically like I'm never wrong and I'm never right. And I only, it's something like I only ever choose. I mean, it was way more elegant than that, but it, but it was basically like, I'm never wrong and I'm never right. And none of that is actually relevant because you always and only always have another choice available. So when you're always looking to be right, are you actually looking for the choices you have available? Or are you needing to prove something about you? Like the proving actually kills your ability to create. So if you didn't have to prove anything about you, if you didn't have to be right or wrong or anything, and you could just be you, what would you choose? And are you willing to be that audacious? Are you willing to be that bold? Are you willing to be that brave and that courageous to begin to choose in ways that actually work for you that you're not actually sure how they're going to turn out? You're not actually sure, you know, sure how other people are going to react or, you know, what's going to actually be the outcome of them, but you're willing to just engage in the play of choice and see what shows up. Are you doing that? Like, are you doing that with money, for example? Or are you holding back, waiting for the right thing to show itself so that you're not wrong? Well, that's... willing to be the gift and actually start creating yourself as that and what would that be like what would you what would be required of you what would you have to receive about you to what would you have to receive about you to never doubt again <laughs> 